days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. Time to talk about the top 10 49ers news stories of the week. Going to get into what these topics are. And if, in case you missed them, you can get a little bit of update on what's going on with your San Francisco 49ers. It was a busy week. There was a lot to talk about. And there was a lot of things that happened for the San Francisco 49ers. And I think this is one of those things where it's, it's a time when not always a lot happens. But in 49ers land, we've definitely got to learn uh, through time that, yeah, stuff happens and 49ers news is just usually always around. So it was an interesting week. There was a lot of big news that came out of San Francisco and maybe some that flew under the radar as well. The number 10 story is that the 49ers OTAs began. So the 49ers began organized team activities and they got off to a pretty good start. This was the first time getting to see a lot of these players in action. You get to see which players look good, which players really change their bodies. It was last year that we learned that Aaron Banks had changed his body. And ultimately, that was going to make a big difference for the San Francisco 49ers in 2022. It was also the first look at guys like Spencer Burford, who ended up making an impact last season. So we got some reports out of it. Uh, a lot of reporters got their eyes on the San Francisco 49ers and they got to see some players, how they looked. There were some that really impressed. And I think that's all good news. As the 49ers start to put in their base offense and the quarterbacks get equipped with running this offense, Trey Lance, of course, Sam Darnold. The number nine news story of the week is Isaiah Oliver was a standout at OTAs. Isaiah Oliver was added uh, this offseason. And Steve Wilkes said they wanted to get the best possible nickel available. And they got it in Isaiah Oliver. What was noticeable to the people that watched was how big he was, a six foot, 210 pounds, uh, but was able to move quickly in the slot. And I think that's very important, but he had some really key pass breakups and just that he looked smooth and comfortable within the position. We already knew he was one of the best run stoppers from the nickel position in the NFL. So the 49ers definitely have three very good cornerbacks that are looking to start, which are various Ward, uh, Diomero Lenore, and Isaiah Oliver. So Oliver looking good. It's not a big surprise but I think it was nice to hear uh, people that have seen the 49ers defensive backs you know, practice for years saying Oliver just looked a little bit different. I think that's a good news. And hearing the word upgrade when you're talking about the nickel position is a good sign because the 49ers lost a very good one in Jimmy Ward. So uh, Isaiah Oliver performing at a high level is good news for the 49ers. Number eight, Drake Jackson showed up looking jacked. Seen some of the pictures and videos of Drake Jackson. It looks like he's put on close to 15 pounds of muscle with the report coming from David Lombardi that he's went from 252 that he was his playing weight last year to 265. That's very impressive. And that's how you put in a season of getting better. And we know Drake struggled a little bit at the end of the year as far as strength and conditioning. And I'm sure his weight fluctuated. He probably came in a little bit higher than 252 and then lost weight during the season. It's not uncommon as you kind of change the way you work out during the season. So he's got to figure out a way to maintain, but he's off to a good start. You're going to be a, a three-down defensive end in this league. 
You have to be able to stop the run on early downs. And I think that's what Drake was trying to do. Get more physical, get stronger, all the while keeping that speed and making sure that you can still be a guy that's real bendy off the edge and able to make an impact opposite of Nick Bosa. We know how important that is going to be. Number seven, the NFL approves the exemption for the third quarterback. And I actually made a video about this. If you haven't seen it, go back and watch where I explain the rule. But the impact to the 49ers is, is easy to tell. It was the NFC Championship game, and the 49ers didn't have a third quarterback to be an emergency guy. And they had to go with uh, pride Christian McCaffrey, and then eventually just put Brock Purdy in, even though he couldn't throw a forward pass. So this, this rule has been out of the NFL since 2011 but now it's been reinstituted, and I think it benefits the 49ers. And I think there was probably a strong signal that this rule was going to get passed the way the 49ers went after and got Sam Darnold. Uh, having these three quarterbacks available seems to be what the 49ers plan on rolling with in 2023 and another reason not to trade one of their quarterbacks. Yes, they got a good one in Brandon Allen as the fourth quarterback, and he'll be handling the number three duties until Brock Purdy comes back, but... Uh, to me, this makes a lot of sense for the 49ers and a reason to have three very capable quarterbacks. And this rule is going to ensure that you don't have these uncompetitive games, especially when you get into the playoffs. Number six, 49ers to host Super Bowl 60 in 2026. The 49ers have been pushing. It was a couple of months ago we heard that they were going to be getting over $200 million for upgrades at Levi Stadium to work on the scoreboard uh, and some of the the overall jumbo screens and that sort of thing. And of course, with them hosting the World Cup, that makes a lot of sense. The Ford, or the NFL puts money to the side that these NFL teams can use to upgrade their stadiums if need be. And the 49ers are taking advantage of that and now taking advantage of getting Super Bowl 60 in 2026. They will seat about 72,000 fans for that. Of course, the threshold to host the Super Bowl is 70,000. You must be able to do that. So the 49ers will be hosting in 2026. Will they be playing? Well, until recent memory, most teams that hosted a Super Bowl did not play in it, but Tampa Bay and Los Angeles Rams not only hosted their Super Bowls, but also won them. So hopeful that the 49ers young quarterbacks, uh, whichever one it is, Brock Purdy or Trey Lance is still at the helm and the 49ers are potentially playing at home in Super Bowl 60. Something to watch, not to mention just the great energy that comes with the event, the income that will come to the Bay Area because of the Super Bowl coming and all the festivities that go along with it. Number five, Trey Lance has worked on his delivery. His delivery has changed a lot. It's a lot more compact. His base, according to Kyle Shanahan, is so much better. And I think it was real evident when you watch the OTA uh, practice films that reporters were putting up, you could see it was definitely more compact. You could tell the the spiral was a little bit better after all the reports about the broken finger and him changing the way that he gripped the football. It's good news for the 49ers and for Trey Lance, and I think it puts him right in the thick of the competition. If he was going to throw the more wobbly spiral that he was throwing in the past, it probably would have made it more difficult. He wasn't as accurate as I believe he was in college. So this is good news, a fully healthy Trey Lance makes it for a nice competition through training camp with Sam Darnold and also potentially you know, getting him the ability to start week one. Uh, he's going to get an opportunity to start, and we're going to see what Trey Lance has, but it's good news that he's healthy, that he's worked on his throwing motion, everything's more compact, and with the finger and grip, he should be more accurate. That was great news coming from the 49ers this week. Number four, the 49ers finalized their preseason schedule. 
Uh, so it's really good news for the San Francisco 49ers. Of course, a lot of times when it comes to um, the 49ers, their preseason schedule is usually not determined right away, but you know who the teams are going to be. So we knew the, the 49ers were going to play the Raiders. We knew the 49ers were going to play uh, the NFC West, the Broncos, the Chargers. But now they finally finalize the times uh, with it. So the first one against the Raiders will be Sunday, August 13th at the Raiders. So they're going to be in Las Vegas and that's going to be at 1 p.m. And the Raiders are also the team they're going to be having the inter-squad practices with. So they will be working out with them uh, before the first preseason game, which is a change from the 49ers' usual schedule of doing it between preseason game one and two. And normally they would work with the team they were going to play in week two. So this will be a little bit different. Then Saturday, August 19th, they're going to play at home against the Broncos at 5.30 p.m., so that will be a fun game. And then Friday. So, of course, the last game is usually on Friday. The 49ers have roster decisions to make. They have to make them before Monday. So there'll be decisions to be made. The 49ers will be hosting the Los Angeles Chargers at 7 p.m. So a late start time for that preseason game. But, you know, good news for the 49ers. Now it kind of fits. Uh, everyone understands what their schedule is going to look like from now all the way through the regular season and into the postseason. So 49ers finalizing their preseason schedule, the number four news story of the week. Number want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. Three, all but five players showed up to OTAs. That's great turnout. Like Kyle Shanahan said, he would love to have 100% of the players show up. But the likelihood of that happening is never good. You throw in the fact that Nick Bosa doesn't do OTAs. He doesn't upset his training regimen. He won't come in until mandatory minicamp, which will be coming up in June. So uh, Nick Bosa not there, Debo Samuel not there, two of the notable names, Charverius Ward, Trent Williams, uh, two other names that are noticeably missing, but... Uh, other guys like Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle were setting the tone for young players uh, and just getting out there and getting their work in. And the 49ers are going to be excited about it, but we'll get everyone out there for minicamp in June and then get a better idea of what this team looks like. Excited to see, you know, what these players look. Now, one thing we should know and know, don't get upset for players not showing up to OTAs. It is definitely not mandatory. Yes, you, you know, coaches love to have them in-house, but also, these guys have been working out all offseason. They know what their regimens are. Some of them don't like messing with those things. 
not to mention a player like Trent Williams. He gets veteran days during the season anyways. I'm sure he wouldn't have been getting a lot of work. They are doing installation, which means putting in the base plays. It's more important for rookies and young players to get that work. Of course, you want veterans to be in to show them the way, show them the drills, and have that extra coach on the field. But it's not mandatory, so some guys just don't need to be there. Number two story, Dre Greenlaw had surgery on his finger. So Dre Greenlaw had a minor surgery. Doesn't expect to have any effect, but it will hold him out of OTAs. Uh, he will be ready for training camp, though, and he's super excited, he said in the same interview, to be playing for Steve Wilkes. He's hoping that that's going to mean a lot more blitzes for him, and he's going to be able to be aggressive and get after the quarterback. So great news for Dre Greenlaw, even though it came with a little bit of mixed news as he had surgery on his finger, which you know, is, is never great, but at least it's not during the season. It happened during the offseason. He didn't get that taken care of, and now he can move forward. And he'll be out there tearing it up at training camp, which is important because there's going to be a lot of competition at the linebacker position. I don't think Dre has anything to worry about, uh, but some of the other players at other positions are definitely going to be competing at a high level. And the number one news story of the week has to be Brock Purdy is going to be throwing the football next week. Uh, that news coming out is week 11 is next week uh, since he had the surgery, which means he is just slightly ahead of schedule. I went over it a little bit, and weeks 10 to 12 is the normal timetable to start doing things as far as throwing the football. So uh, Brock Purdy potentially could be back for some time during training camp, which Kyle Shanahan alluded to. Brock would have to come back and practice if he was to be expected to play week one. And I think the fact that Trey Lance has cleaned up so many things makes it so this is going to be more of a competition. But as John Lynch said before, Brock Purdy is still the leader in the clubhouse but you want your best players out there. I want a competition in training camp, and let's just go see who wins it. You know, Will it be Trey? Will it be Brock? Or will it be Sam? Let them go out there and compete and find out who really is the number one quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. I think it's highly uh, important for them to get the best one, and we just haven't seen a lot from any of these quarterbacks. Uh, Sam Darnold, this is his first year in San Francisco. Yeah, he's played 56 games, but none for Kyle Shanahan. But we know the most about him when it comes to Trey and Brock. You're talking about Brock Purdy's eight games uh, that we've seen him play and Trey even less with four games. So there's definitely a lot to be seen by these guys. Training camp and preseason are going to be important. And hopefully Brock Purdy being able to throw next week means he's going to have his uh, hat thrown into the ring earlier rather than later. And we're going to get a good idea of who's going to be the San Francisco 49ers starting quarterback when they play the Pittsburgh Steelers on September 10th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Thank you so much for watching the top 10 news stories of the week. It's going to be fun. We're going to continue to monitor what's going on with practice and who is stepping up when OTAs get back at it again next week. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you'll like the video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already so you get more updates just like this and all kinds of content. Go over there and check out the content that's on the channel breaking down a lot of players lately. It's been a lot of fun. Hope you guys are enjoy ready to enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. But until the next time, stay safe. I remember the right way is always the 49ers way.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.